Hey there. If you start watching Space Jam right this second, this podcast will end right as Michael Jordan dunks the game-winning shot. Hello and welcome to Fancy Friendship. I'm your host, Stephen Alonis, joined today by Logan Murata. And today is a big one, Logan. It is. Uh, you know, we, we messed up the first recording and I said it the first time. I'm going to say it again. I think you should have started with Welcome to the Space Jam. Absolutely. Get up and have. slam. I don't know. Welcome to well, the jam. Something, y'all ready for this? Something? Yeah. yeah. Well, if you didn't guess by that, today we're talking about something near and dear to both of our hearts. Something I've kind of built an association with. It's Space Jam. The original, I hate that I have to say the original now. Spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about the movie a lot. You've had 25 years to watch this. If you haven't watched this and, you, and you're like, oh, no, don't, don't want to spoil yeah, it for me. Yeah, pause right now. Yeah, pause. Don't ruin the movie for you. Go it's watch that the cinematic great. masterpiece. Uh, I'm currently wearing one of my Toon Squad jerseys. I have a Bugs and a Taz, and right now I'm wearing Taz, I think. Yeah. So this one's a big deal. It's going to be kind of a longer podcast, I think, but I want to get this all out in, in the open before the sequel comes out in a yep. few days so that's what we're doing we're gonna talk space jam we're it's kind of a little bit of an unhinged podcast not really scripted not a lot of uh, guides to go off of here so we might bounce back and forth a little bit but that's how it I should feel be like uh, yeah i feel like our expertise on on the subject should actually carry us through here most of the time i feel like <laughs> we need to run off some questions but i think we know this movie pretty well um we we're discussing it beforehand and steven has seen this movie in a certain amount of time so we should have plenty plenty to talk about today I'm going to go on a little monologue here, I think, to start this thing. But like I said before, I've built an association with Space Jam. When people see the movie that know me, they think of me. And I, that's important to me. That's kind of, you know, it's kind of a small thing. It's kind of like the birthday joke. We had a podcast about that, too. But I think it's a little bit neat. That's something I love so much. And I loved it so passionately that people now associate the two of us. And now that's dangerous because I intentionally built that association because I love the movie so much. But now there's a new part of that association coming out, and that's the sequel. And yeah, I've seen people on Facebook, you know, right. Stephen, what do you think about the preview? What do you what do you think? What are your thoughts on Space Jam 2? And you've been pretty quiet about it right now. Intentionally. I'm intentionally waiting to see what happens, see the movie before. I, I can't say anything. I haven't seen it. I don't like that's coming out, but I can't trash it until I watch it. I think that's only fair that I wait to say what I think as stuff is released. Otherwise, I'm just blindly trashing it. I don't think you can give much credit to me if that's what i'm doing so i'm gonna see it opening night i'm gonna release my thoughts on this show right here same spot you're listening to it right now and we'll go from there but yeah you mentioned how many times i've seen this movie and i've seen this movie in theaters originally when i was a little kid i saw it running from the library i've seen it on vhs dvd blu-ray I've seen it with surround sound on a screen that's 96 inches big in the basement by myself, blaring that surround sound so neighbors could hear it. I've seen it in a public setting where a group was watching in a field and they had it on a projection screen, like a drive-in theater almost. I've seen this movie in so many different ways. I've seen it in French. I've seen it in Spanish. Of course, seen it in English. Watch it with subtitles. Watch it on repeat. Let it play over and over overnight on those old DVDs that never stopped. I've fallen asleep to the, to the, uh, what's it called? The credits credits scene. I've fallen asleep with the endless loop at the beginning of the, remember those DVDs that had like the endless loop? Yeah. You could just, Creepers had a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It would just (laughs) go straight into the next viewing of the movie. You could just nonstop marathon. 
well that and then some of them like would only repeat the title scene over and over oh yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. it would just be like a screens. 15 second loop so i fall asleep to that with it going all night there i've seen this movie so many times and i did the math and maybe this is embarrassing maybe people are going to listen to this and be like this guy stop watching space jam go do something productive no i'm not going to do that but here's my math so my mom used space jam as a reason for me to go to the library as a kid space jam came out when i was three years old but from roughly ages four to 10, I'm going to say, I went to the library almost every week to get books. And my mom would walk me down there. And I would, first thing I would do is see if is Space Jam available. They had some DVDs there you could rent or VHS tapes, whatever it was at the time. Yeah. And I would just go there and see if it's available. So if you're in Council Bluffs and you never got to watch Space Jam as a kid, you go to the library every week, like, oh, maybe it's here this week. And you never got it. That's my bad. I'm sorry about that. I apologize. <laughs> I hope somebody got to watch it on your own terms and I kind of made sure nobody else could watch this in Council Bluffs for a long time. But there's some poor kid out there who oh, wanted yeah. to see that for years. And he hates it now. Yeah. Just it, to him, it associates with disappointment of never being able to watch it. Yeah. So let's say 312 possible weeks from ages four to 10. I often watch it more than once per weekend too. So a lot of this math is very conservative. So let's say I watch it just once every other week. You could realistically say I watched Space Jam 156 times in that span, not including in theaters, not including on TV. I've watched it every birthday and whenever it's on TV. And again, very conservatively, let's say I watch it on average three times a year since I turned 10. It's more than that. Trust me, it's more than that. Yeah, there were times in high school. It it would just kind of just be on all the time. Yeah, it was just playing. Yeah. I wasn't going to take it out of the DVD player. It just stayed there three times every year since I was 10, just to be super duper safe. And so no one can say, oh, you're lying. You're just exaggerating. No, I'm doing the opposite. That's 54 more times on top of the original 156 for a grand total of 210 viewings of the film. It has a runtime of 88 minutes, not including credits. Credits is 100 minutes, but 88 minutes for the actual playing time. So we're ignoring credits. So again, super conservative number. 18,480 minutes is nearly 13 days of my life have been spent solely watching Space Jam. And that is conservative. Like, oh, I, I mean, it's got to be conservative because, like I said, this movie was on constantly. It, everybody knows, you know, in high school, especially, we, you know, you're, you didn't really go out much. And if you did, you know, you'd go party with friends or go to a football game. But like when we were in the house, that movie was on. That's all we were doing. Um, not to mention, you know, the wasn't there a Space Jam video game too you had yes. the Sega? Yeah, there I was, had a lot of memorabilia. Oh, it wasn't Sega, it was a PlayStation One. That's right, that's right. Yeah, it was kind of like an NBA jam style game, but a lot less good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> before we get bad. into the memorabilia, because that is something I do want to talk about. You mentioned how many times you saw it and yeah. that you constantly were going to the library. What was it your first viewing when you were a kid in theaters that really just, wow, I love this movie? Or was there a point where it really like hit you, like maybe just love for basketball or the Looney Tunes? Or what do you think it was when it first really hit you that I love this movie? I wonder, that's a tough question. That's really good. I wonder when it turned from a, I like this movie to like this movie is a part of me now. That probably happened in high school because I talked about it a lot and yeah. people would bounce off it and it just kind of came part of my personality which is a little bit 
concerning now that I think about that movie's part of my personality. But, you know, I'm rolling with it. It's fine. I definitely, I don't remember watching it in theaters. I know I, my mom told me I went. I can't remember watching it when I was three. So that, that hurts a little bit. But it definitely left an impression if I was trying to watch it every week. Yeah. And, you know, that, that's the nostalgia too, I think. is like, I was with my mom and we go to the library. And that's one thing I remember a lot is just flipping through that little book they had of what movies are available and looking for Space Jam. Um, I would definitely say probably high school is when it became less of a I less like of a fan and more and of a personality. Yeah. yeah. You saw the movie when you were a kid. It really kind of grew with you in high school. Um, I feel like once LeBron James was drafted into the NBA, he was kind of pegged as the next Michael Jordan-esque figure in the NBA. Um there were I feel like there were rumblings of him being you know oh they got to make Space Jam 2 with Kobe or LeBron what were your thoughts when that first kind of started happening just you're gonna ruin it or do you think there was any any other players that could really fill that role I never wanted a sequel that's for sure I never liked LeBron because I was a Bulls fan I'm a Bulls fan and LeBron constantly tormented us with being extraordinarily good at basketball yeah. So I never liked LeBron. I didn't like the whole, I was one of those guys didn't like the decision and how he built it up just to change teams. Didn't like the flopping and the whining. So when it came out that LeBron and Spatium had rumors, I constantly was denying it. There's kind of running jokes with some people that I was trying to stop it because it came out originally and then it uh, withered away like, oh, this is a fake rumor. This isn't really happening. Came back again, went back away as a fake rumor. And there's some jokes like, oh, Steven, you're doing it. You're stopping Space Jam. And then ultimately it became definite that this was happening. And that was tough. I didn't like it. I didn't like that I got so many messages from people, like dozens of people messaging me. What do you think with new Space Jam? You excited? Do you hate it? Ha ha ha, they're making a new one. Just stuff like that. It, it got old. And I know it's going to get really old the rest of my life as people bring up Space Jam too. And it's something I got to deal with. You got to roll the punches, I guess. And then this isn't even that related, but I did think about it. Um, they didn't really do a Space Jam, but what did you think like about some of the other basketball related Ooh. movies growing up? Like Thunderstruck like or yes, Thunderstruck. Like they, I kind of thought when that came out, they're like, oh, they're going to try to make Kevin Durant <laughs> like a star. And I heard that was just terrible. So. Thunderstruck is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It actually makes me more concerned about Space Jam 2 than I probably should be. It was really, really bad. There's even a point in that movie, I think, where they both touch a basketball and, like, transfer powers. And I was like, hey, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Um, That's definitely stealing. Like Mike's pretty good. I can give Like Mike credit. That's all right. Yeah. It's one of those movies that's funny because Michael Jordan is not in a single scene of no. the movie. And I don't know if they ever say Michael Jordan. No, just Mike. There's probably some... Uh, I'm pretty sure like the shoes Lawsuits have like 23 there. in it or like MJ or something. I'm sure and they skirted as close as they possibly go. could to uh, referencing MJ without saying anything that would get him sued. Um, but yeah, so I guess Space Jam 2, that, that's on the horizon. Um, do you want to give your thoughts on the preview, what you've seen so far? So I don't totally understand what's happening in this movie exactly. Um yeah, because I they doesn't seem like they're playing much off the first one. As far as I can tell, I don't know. Are they on Moron Mountain? Where it it, it seems, seems like, like I don't see a lot with the first one. There's gonna be some sort of Michael Jordan cameo. No, not cameo, but he's gonna be an homage. To There'll be an homage. It might be small. It might be just a tip of the cap. 
could be him saying a line. It could be big. I don't know, but there'll be something at least. The movie reminds me a lot of Ready Player One based off the preview. Yeah, or like Wreck-It Ralph or something. Like, yeah, kind of like that. You see like, like the, the cameo world. Iron yeah. Giant's in there. Uh, stuff like that's pretty cool. I love Iron Giant. How to get his name but, somewhere. Oh, I know. You got to represent. Vin Diesel. Like, come on. Um, what I see though happening is like LeBron gets sucked into this server verse, server world, whatever they're calling it, because his son gets kidnapped. This is what I'm understanding. And then where I get confused is Don Cheadle challenges him to basketball and then sends him to Toon World. Two questions there. One, why would you challenge LeBron to basketball? Challenge him to literally anything else in the world. And then also, why does he just send him to Toon World? I think they call them the rejects, which is kind of a cheap, I don't know, really weird way to be like, yeah, send him to Toon World because he's here. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, the first, we might say like, oh, the first one had no sense either. It's a cartoon, Steven, shut up. The first one made sense because the nerd lux, which is the monster species, they were small and awkward. So initially it was a big advantage for bugs and the gang to challenge them to basketball because they had no chance of beating the bugs and the gang in basketball. Um, I really want to see what Don Cheadle's motive is just because I don't know that he has one um, other than like, let's make a movie. But uh, we'll see. It wasn't it wasn't a great trailer, in my opinion. The animation style is a little different, too. Um, mm-hmm. That's ugly. It's going like to be it. an awkward comment to make, so feel free to cut it out. But a lot of people were making comments about how Loba Bunny was no longer <laughs> as hot, I guess you could say. The over-sexualized rabbit cartoon. Love it. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we want in our kids' cartoons. Come on. Um, but then the animation style too, though, it's like overly glossy, I guess. And mm-hmm. just like, I don't know, very don't, well animated. And there's a couple of parts in the trailer that worry me. Like there's going to be a live action Bugs Bunny perhaps, which don't, don't do that. Don't make live action Looney Tunes. We've, yeah. we've, we've been there. We don't uh, need that. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see the deal. I don't want to trash it too much ahead of time. I'm going to give it a chance. The trailer wasn't great, but you know what? let's the, let's go let's try it let's i hope i hope it's good what do you think about the cast of stars to the nba stars that they chose for this i'll pull it up real quick yeah i don't remember exactly who's on that list um i believe there's some WNBA players too there are i think it's like dan tarazi let's see what we got here i can't really there was a video i think that went back and they put like lebron on the uh team with his the goon squad his enemy and they put michael on the monsters so it was like michael jordan charles barkley larry johnson patrick ewing sean bradley mugsy bugs and they play each other and the monsters really aren't that good like ewing and barkley hall of famers great larry johnson solid player mugsy bugs can't really play much defense little guy and uh sean bradley sean bradley he's tall he's a college player yeah Certainly a tall college player. Poor Sean Bradley. Um, yeah, it, we were talking about it too um, before this. So apparently, I don't know who did the study, some Harvard Institute or something like yeah. that. Uh, Yahoo years ago released this article talking about how in the first Space Jam movie, the final score was actually not what it was supposed to be. There's somewhere in the game they messed up the score and then they released the box score of the game. I can't even look at the link now. The link doesn't even work. 
but I did, uh, this is on Facebook. I posted a comment where this guy goes, Blanco, the Sean Bradley monster, failed to register a single stat mm-hmm. throughout the course of the game. Even in a world where Elmer Fudd has a 40-inch vertical, Bradley's talent can't muster even a shot attempt. This is the most realistic aspect of the movie. So 